Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. to another episode of Agents of Mace, and today we are kind of in that limbo in between movies and new series, uh, so we are going to take a step back in time, and then forward in time a little bit in the sense of the way that these were released, uh, but we're going to be doing the, I guess they call them the Defenders Saga? Defender Saga, yeah. yeah. Um, so <coughs> we know that uh, Daredevil came first. But we're going to save Daredevil until we get a little bit closer to the new release of Daredevil. Uh, so we're going to start with Jessica Jones. Um, we're going to start off episode by episode. Um, so like each of our episodes will be one episode of the show. Uh, but if we get to a point where we're too excited to talk about multiple episodes, we may double up every now and then. Um, but start with episode one. I forgot how gritty these series were compared to <laughs> everything else Marvel. I mean, even when mm-hmm. you think about watching like, man, even like Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. where it's like a little bit darker and a little bit grittier, it's still like nowhere near no these Netflix series. No, <laughs> especially with Jessica Jones, like as I was watching this. Uh, for listeners out there, if you watch things outside of the MCU, I've been revisiting the Showtime series Shameless. Jessica Jones is basically like the shameless of the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> 
It almost made me wonder if uh, Emma, if Emma Rosen was like in line to be Jessica Jones, because it almost, you know, right? She probably could have like portrayed the character as well. I think, and yep. uh, there's just a lot of moments, uh, which I think. Um, oh, Chris, what's her last name? Ritter. Kristen Ritter. Yeah, I think she's fantastic. Oh yeah, and I'm I I hope she continues doing Jessica Jones in future projects. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're hundred percent right. Revisiting episode one, forget how gritty it is. Forget how more on the mature side it is. Mm-hmm. And in the first episode, like not, not and in even the first like, episode, it doesn't build up to a gritty moment. It's like yeah. something crazy happens at the end of the first episode where you're like, Oh, oh wow. Okay. Like this yep. took a turn. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited I forgot to how much about I like that. the uh, the intro and the music. Oh yeah, because I'm big on like this whole like detective mm-hmm. series, like True Detective. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the other one on HBO? I can't remember Perry. Um, like all of that kind of stuff, I mm-hmm. really enjoy. So like this is just right up my alley. Well, these like all five, I guess, of these six. Geez, six of these series. Um, all have really cool opens. Mm-hmm. We like the daredevil one is a little bit more like James Bondy. Um, yeah. This one's a little bit more like, you know, spy agency mm-hmm. detective, um, but still kind of has like the, they all have just such cool epic open sequences. Oh, yeah. Even, you know, we'll get to it and we'll watch it, but uh, <laughs> even um, iron fist, like the Iron Fist open, I thought See, was. I, I never watched any Iron Fist, so get, I will watch it. I'll watch ready. it for the usual listeners. <laughs> the listeners, I got you. I will watch it. I, since we're still on intros, I guess my last <clears throat> note there is I will say I am on the side. If Charlie Cox ever wanted to do an MC, like you official MCU Daredevil movie, they better be doing that same intro as a series. Oh, yeah. I love that intro so much. I'm very curious to see what they're going to do with this upcoming series. I would expect it's going to be different, but maybe potentially have a nod to this initial one because the fans Mm -hmm. love it so much. I hope so. I mean, I feel like his whole character is a nod to the the Netflix series, if we think about it. So hopefully they do kind of. Yeah. I know we've talked about kind of like what are they doing with that? Is any of that going to like carry over into this other than the characters? So it'll be interesting moving forward for sure. Um, speaking of intros, uh, at the beginning of this episode, a cool little Easter egg and just fun moment for comic book readers. Uh, the opening sequence where Jessica Jones throws the guy through her door uh that is actually like shot for shot frame for frame the opening of the jessica jones comic series uh so i thought that was really cool that they opened it exactly the same (laughs) yeah i I just they they got to do more of that so much of these netflix series from what i at least everything that i've watched has just been so fun to watch and so incredible Mm mm-hmm I hope they'll keep doing that. But yeah, yeah, a lot of moments in this are just like this this whole episode feels like a comic book. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just from when she's like packs her bag and she's sitting like on the, you know, because we're still like basically in Hell's Kitchen, right? So right. 
just sitting out there on the balcony, whatever you want to call it, fire escape, just kind of with her camera. Like all of that is just like detective comic style. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they, they use a lot of uh, comic book colors to portray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Um, which we'll definitely get into this more because this leans more into the main villain of this mm-hmm. because I never I, and I don't know this probably is I'm trying not to get into spoilers because I actually have not completed Jessica Jones I made it all the way up until like I think like episode nine or ten of season one and then stopped there so I haven't finished what they did but I know some about the main villain in the comics and the color and you see so much of that in episode one mm-hmm. which is basically this purple like that's kind right. of like his supposed which, to be his skin color correct? i was gonna bring that up um what yeah. are your thoughts on that because i know you know over the last probably five years i think the mcu mm-hmm. has started to push more for comic yeah. accurate yeah <clears throat> like uh, so that's the thing i don't, don't want to necessarily <clears throat> spoil per se is because i was like you know, getting a few episodes in and understanding these characters and comparing to what it is in the comics, I was like, well, was, isn't he supposed to have like this purple like skin tone? And I was like, well, maybe at some point something will happen and he'll be mm-hmm. purple. But, you know, he kind of like, I think at one point he kind of dons like a, basically a purple suit and that's kind of like his thing. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of just figuring, well, that's probably going to be it. He mm-hmm. probably just wears a purple suit <laughs> and that's what we get. Well, if you, if we were to get him in purple like purple skin mm-hmm. would you be okay with that or do you like the kind of more realistic take on the character well and that's a good point because this is one of those series especially being on netflix that we're basically getting into the world of mutants mm-hmm. there there's this very specific moment with an interaction between jessica jones and someone that she's after that's essentially setting it up like I know what you are. Basically, you're a mutant. Mm-hmm. Like you need to get away from me. And it's just like if we're gonna do that, let's just embrace it. Mm-hmm. Let's just go all. I guy. I want more of that instead of just the little teases. Right. I I honestly didn't remember a whole lot about this show, and it is funny because I think maybe like maybe four months ago completely unrelated to the podcast or like the future of potentially watching (laughs) Jessica Jones again or anything. I read some Jessica Jones detective comic series Mm -hmm. and Kilgrave's in it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, it's not just like purple hue, like purple skin. It's like bright purple. Like, and so I was like, Oh, that's right, man. So seeing how the MCU has like taken some more Mm -hmm. comic accurate, looks and like brought them to the screen and to these characters that originally they were trying to like keep a little bit more based in reality. If that, if that is the term to use here, um, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that maybe if we get Kilgrave again, maybe it is a little bit more comic accurate Kilgravey as opposed to what we're getting so far in the series, which is just, Mm-hmm. just a guy yeah with these these abilities um but color plays in a lot to the series um there's a couple times in this first episode where jessica has like flashbacks mm-hmm. sort of like uh, she doesn't like you know we don't see a memory it's just yeah. her but like Kilgrave is there 
but he's not mm-hmm. really there because he's really just in her mind. But it's really interesting because like right before we see him, something turns purple, whether mm-hmm. it's like a there's like a blue neon sign outside that then all of mm-hmm. a sudden shifts to purple. And then we mm-hmm. see his face come in or she's laying on the desk and all of a sudden all the light turns purple and he yeah. comes in and, and it's very creepy. We mm-hmm. never like we never see his whole body. We just see his head kind of like punch into frame. And at one point mm-hmm. he licks her cheek, which is gross. I feel like he did that twice. Maybe it was just once. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's he's an interesting character. Yeah, it it's I've just, you know, again, a little bit darker, a little bit mm-hmm. more unsettling. Um if we get defenders again, which like I know maybe that's where we're heading uh with with this like Daredevil show. I don't I don't know, yeah. but if we get defenders again, I do hope <coughs> that they they keep it this kind of a little bit more dark a little bit more detective-y slash. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Not small. But well, like, and that's we don't need to do. fight like a world ending villain every. Yeah, thing. I do enjoy like essentially what they've kind of already stated, like ground level, mm-hmm. like the ground level heroes generally kind of go more to that detective realm. Right. Um, I mean, it's everything from just your basic like bank robbery, whatever's to like something bad's happening, but it's kind of like in some secret organization and you got to figure out like what's going on. Right. Yeah. I'm hoping that if we do get defenders again, maybe it it does lean a little bit more towards what they did with the Netflix series where it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, the hand is the bad guy. Yeah. Like it's this criminal organization that's like not really doing yeah. anything in the greater MCU right now, but sure. like that could be. And I feel like we got a little bit of that like in Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if, if they yeah. want to keep that and elevate it, um, right. I'm all for it. Right. Well, and especially because like, yeah, in Hawkeye, we also got Kingpin showing yeah. back up again. So, yeah. I, I would expect, you know, Kingpin's going to be the big big role there the big bad for in terms of like our ground level superheroes Mm -hmm. and i want more ground level superheroes i feel like you know they just ended a phase and then they're just starting a new phase and like immediately starting it with like a big villain again Mm -hmm. and i you know we've talked about are they going to introduce him in this movie but he's not necessarily the big villain in this movie and he'll be the big villain of the phase which like fine but then i feel like it may be weird for them to put in these like ground level heroes fighting other villains that like have nothing to do with this so i don't know i kind of not that i want like monster of the week movies for marvel but i i would like them to maybe parse out some of their lower tier more specific villains and pair them up with their groups that would fight them Mm -hmm. and then they can just have like okay these are fighting here these are fighting here these are fighting here and then maybe it builds up and then at the end of the phase oh we get a big bad that they all need to come together to fight or something yeah I guess we'll find yeah so looking into Kilgrave he's he actually, I guess he first appeared in Daredevil, which is interesting. So I wonder if they'll bring him in with uh, the upcoming Daredevil series. In the one of the series that I read, which may not have even been Jessica Jones, I think it was an X Men series. 
Kilgrave mm-hmm. actually has two kids that also have his power. Oh wow. Um and I don't remember. There's like somebody was trying to like kidnap them to like trap them and force them to use their power and the new X-Men mm-hmm. had to rescue them. So I mean I guess spoiler, but not really a spoiler, but it's like his kids don't ever show up in this or ever get mentioned in this. So it is potential that we could have a a new or maybe the same. Maybe they're just going to keep the cast from this stuff, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. But we could get a a Kilgrave in the current MCU, I guess. Uh, It is weird because I remember these series coming out and like they sort of did that... uh, that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like came out of the gate pretty strong and trying to make it seem like they were related to what was going on in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 not at the same time, you know? We get like some crossover characters, like we've seen Foggy, we've seen uh, Jerry Hogarth in like movies, MCU movies. Um so and and now we've seen them again in some some of these series. So it's like okay, they're canon, but then they Maybe. weren't canon, and now they kind of I'm are sure. canon again. So yeah, it's it's very confusing to think about like what of this could potentially move forward. Yeah. Um, it's also funny, like rewatching these and, and having to remember that like this came out and like we weren't really sure what was next. But like, you know, maybe they're going to do Luke Cage. Maybe they're going to do Iron Fist. Are they going to do yeah. Defenders or is this? Well, like- I mean, yeah, to that, I mean, you get you don't just get Jessica Jones in episode one. You're also getting Luke Cage. And, right. you know, I don't even think we actually hear his name in episode one. He's just more so of like. You know, she just has noticed him. <laughs> it's more so of a romantic attraction of like, right. um, but you know, they, they're, they definitely have their, their moment together where it's like, clearly they're both superhuman and it feels like exactly. they kind of know it, but they don't really address it head on. <laughs> right. Like they don't want to say it out loud. Yeah. But like, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, I guess that's like the first big, uh, Marvel sex scene too. Yeah. I don't know that that happened prior to this series. Um, and since it's happened like a couple times, but it's, it's just another way to show that like, yeah, it's, this is a little bit more mature than yeah. like your average. I mean, it's even like some the- of the, adult swim of <laughs> yeah 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 it's almost like now i guess you'd say it's the adult swim of disney plus <laughs> right right yeah or like yeah hbo somehow got the rights to make a a netflix series and right yeah they were like because it's it like you, you've got those elements of it but then you also have like she just drinks constantly all the time yes <laughs> throws you know um, and that's and where, dealing with like depression and like, oh yeah, there's like depression, the PTSD. Mm-hmm. It's just, and that's why I kind of reference like the shameless, like her, you know, she works out of an apartment, her doors busted, no mm-hmm. window, but just doesn't care. Mm-hmm. So, when they, they like really drive home the point that her yeah. door is broken. Oh yeah. It's very foreshadowy. 
mm-hmm. for the whole series that you should be like <clears throat> on the edge of your seat because someone could just walk into her apartment. Yeah. Um, we do get that too in this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Her neighbor, her kind of weird, sketchy neighbor walks yeah. into her apartment. Um, it's interesting that she runs this detective agency sort of, but really she's more freelance. It seems like for, uh, for Jerry Hogarth's company. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the things that I actually saw that people were very excited about when this show came out because they thought that <clears throat> this was going to lead right into iron fist. Mm-hmm. I don't know a whole lot about iron fist. I don't know a whole lot about, uh, it's actually Jaron Hogarth in the comics. So I don't know what mm. the connection there is, but apparently everyone was very excited that we got to see Jerry Hogarth because they thought it was going to lead to iron fist, which eventually, you know, yes, we do get iron fist and we get defenders, yeah. but, um, <clears throat> I also saw that her freelance with Hogarth is kind of like a nod to the comics. Hmm. She in the comics, she's freelance for J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, but ah, clearly this man. was pre any sort of so crossover. What so. if in the Daredevil series, they go comic accurate there in the born again series. That would be interesting. <sighs> but will they have the rights to Spider-Man back then? Oh, that's true. And, and like, how does I want to know? I want to know how that works. Like, what characters do they actually not have the rights to? Yeah, is it just Spider Man and Venom and uh, like a handful of villains? Yeah, is J Jonah Jameson one of them? Like, are we not allowed to use him in Marvel stuff? I don't know. I'm curious now. (laughs) It'd be a good way to like introduce maybe even both of those characters, right? Like mm-hmm. we meet Jessica Jones in J. Jonah Jameson's office. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. And who knows? It's, it's one of those things of like, maybe they'll let him, they can use the voice. You'll never see him. You just hear him in the office yelling. Right. Right. Yeah. That'd be fun. But I mean, it's such an icon. Like he's, he, he's perfect for that role. So we got to see him. Right. Oh, just the wants and wishes of Marvel. <laughs> Just get your rights back and then hold yeah. on to them. Don't ever let them go. Um, <sighs> we do get the first glimpse of Jessica's super strength in this episode where uh, she lifts up a car, sort of, not like yeah. completely picks it up, but she just lifts it up off the ground. Uh, and this she is like that moment. basically does that and then just like holds her finger on the door like you're right. never like. <laughs> uh, and yeah. yeah, this is that moment where it is, it feels a little bit like normal people are scared of super powered people. It, yeah. It ties a little bit into the whole like mutant thing, but also this is like, it could just, yeah. During civil war, pre civil war, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that this was again, like this was that weird thing where they were trying to make some sort of connection between this yeah. and the MCU. And like, it was supposed to show that like, people are a little nervous around heroes and so heroes mm-hmm. need to be registered and then mm-hmm. you get straight into civil war with the registration act so yeah you just get that classic line like you're one of them mm-hmm. and it's what's unfortunate is like yeah them could mean superhero people or mm-hmm. but it, it feels like come on just say you're a mutant right, <laughs> like, right. 
just lean into it. Just, yeah. We all know it. We want it. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, maybe, you know, again, we still don't really know how mutants are going to be introduced. Mm-hmm. If they're going to come from somewhere else, some other dimension, or they've been here all along, and we're just going to find out about them through some events. Uh, but I wonder, like, who will be classified then as mutant yeah. versus superhero? Sure. Because, like, you know, Luke Cage technically, like, got his powers from a, like, experiment. Mm-hmm. So, like, not really a mutant, but maybe... <clears throat> Again, I never finished Luke Cage. So I don't know if they go into that stuff. So, uh, yeah, we'll. S- yeah, it's 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 uh, very confusing. <laughs> speaking of Luke Cage, Mike Coulter, I hope he. I don't. I haven't looked in. I, I'm pretty sure Kristen Ritter signed on. She's coming back as Jessica Jones for Born Again. Oh, okay, cool. I'm pretty sure that they did announce that. But I ha- I don't think I've seen anything if Mike Coulter's coming back to continue being Luke Cage. Um, side note: If you got free time, go watch Plane. Uh, it's actually really fun, <laughs> and he's really good in it. Trailer looks good. It's one of those like probably like surprises of the year. <laughs> I'm excited. Off topic, a, but not because it's Mike Coulter, and yeah. you know it's like well, where's where's he been? What's he been up to? <laughs> Yeah, well, he does this so that then yeah. he can jump right back into Luke Cage. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of Luke Cage, uh, we find out that Luke works at the bar, and I don't. Again, it's been like a while since I watched these. I mean, I watched mm-hmm. these like when they came out and as they came mm-hmm. out. So, what was that like? Two thousand fifteen. Yeah, oh, I my think gosh. around there. Yeah. So oh, yeah, man. long time ago. Um. So I don't really remember everything about them. And I want to know where this plays into the timeline of Luke Cage's story. Because I know in like Luke Cage, mm-hmm. maybe season, yes, I guess season one, we kind of like see him go through getting his powers and then mm-hmm. becoming like the hero of Harlem. And... I don't rem- like I, I just want to know like where does this fit like him working at this bar like shouldn't he be out there being I feel like I kind of remember it but again it's been so long like mm. we'll know we'll, we will know soon yeah <laughs> we'll get there it's fun <laughs> we it's like we're there. watching it for the first time again exactly uh, so we find out about Hope who's a girl who didn't go missing necessarily mm-hmm. but she's been acting strangely um, mm-hmm. this is Super fun because it's very, very long before. But uh, the girl who plays Hope is Aaron Moriarty, uh, mm-hmm. who is Starlight in the Boys series yep. on HBO. Um, yep. And it's fitting that she's in this gritty, dark superhero <laughs> show and then becomes basically a co-lead in another gritty dark yeah. superhero show uh it was really funny though because i didn't at first i was like ah she looks familiar and i was trying to think of like what she was in i uh, know i was the same way yeah and then i was like ah maybe she's like the is she the girl from 
eye zombie, but like just without the makeup. And then I was like, no, that's not her. Who is this? And I had to like look it up. And then I was like, oh, it's Starlight. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but her storyline in this is real dark. Uh, mm-hmm. Parents come looking for her, get Jessica's help. Jessica goes and rescues her. Everybody should have known. Because as she's walking to the elevator with her parents, she has a purple bag. And as we know, purple means nothing good in this series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she gets into the elevator and then she pulls out a gun as the elevator door closes and shoots both of her parents, which. Wow. Wasn't expecting that. You no, definitely they lead you to believe that dark. like the episode yeah. is going to end with some sort of like bright side to it. Nope. And it does not. <laughs> uh, and then it gets creepier after that because she just looks at Jessica and and. Because at that point, it's Kilgrave in control mm-hmm. and just tells Jessica, like, put on a smile. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just like Joker level from, oh, yeah, you know, DC, like, creepy, like. <laughs> and Kilgrave does have like a very Joker esque vibe. Yeah. Like, he's mm-hmm. very, very creepy. His like power is basically manipulation. He just like yeah. makes you do whatever he wants you to do. Yeah. Um, and like, this is only the beginning. So, oh yeah, we have a whole season of watching him get increasingly creepier and more powerful. Um, all also in all, though, oh, go ahead. Played by David Tennant, and I thought that was like solid casting. Oh yeah, so oh good. he plays the role so, so well. Yeah, I honestly these these Netflix Marvel series, I feel like casting was on point, directing was on point, writing was on point. I'll give it to, you know, the fans. Uh, I I agree, but not as strongly as most people do, that of these series, Iron Fist was probably the weakest. Mm-hmm. But again, like, I don't I don't think Iron Fist is, like, terrible. Hmm. Like, like many people do. Um, but but even Iron Fist, like, great. I feel like the story's there. I feel like the the like direction is there. Um, the acting could use a little tweaking, but like I mean, he wants to come back and play Iron Fist again. Give him give him another shot. Yeah, this was maybe. a completely separate thing, so yeah, maybe he's taking in all the feedback and he's like, I can do better. Right. So, yeah, that's uh, that's episode one of Jessica Jones. And uh, it only gets crazier from here. This is a little bit different, too, if you are a Marvel fan and you haven't watched these uh, series. They are just different in tone overall from mm-hmm. the movies. Um, I know a lot of people that like <clears throat> take their kids to see Marvel movies. Probably not a great idea for these series. Um, no. They are a little bit more adult, mature. Mm-hmm. Um definitely darker definitely talk about like i mean real issues that, traumatizing stuff yeah like, yeah i mean uh, you're dealing with someone that's manipulating people like you don't know what you're gonna get oh yeah and that's like the we just watched uh white lotus like week mm-hmm. before last watch like both seasons um 
And, Fantastic show, by the way. Oh, it's really so good. good. Um, but very uneasy. Like yeah. it just un- makes you feel uncomfortable the whole time. Mm-hmm. And not all of these series, but Jessica Jones season one, especially you feel uneasy the whole time. And they do a really good job of keeping you in that uneasy feeling by like every time you start to think that like, oh, okay, she's going to be a superhero and she's going to rescue people. They like hit you with something from her past or like the hope thing with her parents happens. And it just brings you right back into that. Like, oh, this is not like a happy go lucky superhero show. No, Uh, no. So we definitely will get into the moments of her past and all that connection and yeah, I remember all those. I do have mm-hmm. some memories on those. <laughs> uh, well, do you have any last thoughts on this episode before we wrap it up? Not necessarily. I mean, it's. I think it's a strong start to a pretty solid season. I do remember. Like, I wish I would have finished it. I can't remember why. I think you know during that time there's probably so much coming out. I just mm-hmm. eventually like bounce around, but I do remember enjoying this one and revisiting episode one was fun because uh yeah it's a as dark and gritty as it is it's still a pretty cool series to get a whole different look at like the life of a superhero oh (laughs) definitely (laughs) yeah 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 a little bit more like you said boots on the grounds superhero not yeah not your like a-list hanging out in stark tower and it's not someone that really wants to be a hero, right? Like you look at Daredevil, Daredevil's like, I mean, you know, they're trying to run their own mm-hmm. law firm and barely making it. How are they going to pay the bills? But Matt Murdock wants to be the hero, you know, right. he wants to save people and, and do that. And But he also be, keeps his identity a secret. And he, he yeah. Tries so and hard. Jessica, like, especially with episode one, you're just kind of like, all right, so what's her deal? Like, what does she want? Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, you know, there's something going on. She barely keeps her apartment going. Mm-hmm. Does she care about paying rent? Like, it's like, clearly she doesn't care if someone breaks in. Right. And part of that's probably cause like, she knows she can take them. So it's like, she, she lacks that fear, but I don't know. Well, we'll see if, uh, like, if she gets that fear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So definitely join us next week. I uh, will be diving into episode two and then keep listening in the following weeks because we're getting ready for Ant-Man Quantumania. Uh, we're going to rewatch Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. So get ready for those. Uh, we also have another episode of our X-Men movies watch through with uh, X3. I don't even know. Uh, Last Stand, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> so get ready for that gym of a movie um <laughs> uh i guess do you have a question for anyone this week uh let's go into if if you you're a fan of just all things marvel uh who's your favorite like street level defender i like it i like it. would love to know <laughs> so join us next week uh for more jessica jones we'll see you all then